Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Top of the List. And uh, Merry Christmas to all our viewers. Happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Um, coming at you guys on uh, the night before Christmas Eve, the December 23rd. Um, of course, I'm Dom, and I'm here with my co-host, RB. Um, and we have uh, want to try to keep this one a little on the shorter side, but we did want to get out some sort of themed episode like we did for Halloween. Um, we did want to get a Christmas-themed episode out. So we're going to be picking uh, one movie each that is our Christmas tradition. So um, a lot of movies to consider here. Um, we took some time to, you know, try to figure out which one was our, you know, yearly movie we just have to watch every Christmas. And, you know, for me, there was many. And for Ryan, there was many. But um, we're going to save the other ones that we came up with for next year. That way we don't run out of movies or anything. So uh, without further ado, um, I just want to talk about a movie that I have to watch, me and my family, every Christmas. And me and Ryan always go back and forth on whether or not this is a Christmas movie or not. But um, if you can't tell, I'm going to be talking about Die Hard. That's my pick for my uh, yearly Christmas tradition. Um, and uh, I, I guess I want to start off with just giving my score, why I think this movie is amazing. And then I have a little uh, article from Screen Rant that I wanted to share with everybody and get Ryan's uh, feedback on it. Um, so Ryan, I, I think you said you have seen Die Hard before, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, cool. that, that's correct. I've seen Die Hard and uh, I think I do hold a rather unpopular opinion when I, I think you're, you're going to try and convince me here. I don't know how well you're going to do from this article and whatnot, but I do not think Die Hard is a Christmas movie. My belief is that this film just because it takes place on Christmas does not make it a Christmas movie. Does that mean it's not a, it's not a great Christmas tradition like you have with your family? No, that's definitely great, and I'm all for it. But I still don't believe it is a Christmas movie, and I, I'm really excited to see how you try and convince me here. Okay, awesome. And then I guess I just, that just made me question, you know, what warrants a Christmas movie? Is, does it have to do with the theme? Is that what you're saying? That's what makes a Christmas I, movie? Personally, to me, yes. It has to have – the, the main – I don't know, genre or theme has to take place with Christmas or Christmas time, you know? Okay. Um, and Die Hard, there's a lot of awesome stuff that happens in this movie, yeah. but none of it really has anything to do with Christmas. Yeah. I, with the exception of the date being from. December 25th. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Totally, totally with you on that. Um, but I do have some evidence and some stuff to see if I could sway you here. Um, okay. So my score, of course, for Die Hard... Is it uh, per, you know, one of those, the highest masterpiece, 10 out of 10? Um, this movie was directed by John McTiernan. I don't think it's his best movie. Uh, John McTiernan, McTiernan, the master of action movie making, in my opinion. Um, and his best movie has got to be Predator. Uh, the original with Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, that's like up there with Terminator 2, as far as I'm concerned, with the best action movies of all time. And um, this one is just a step below that. I'm going to give this one a nine and a half out of 10. Uh, not that 10 out of 10 uh, level movie, but just as close as I can get to it. Um, there is so much awesomeness happening in this movie. Um, and I guess I just want to explain why I like to watch it every Christmas. Um, me and my family, we enjoy watching, you know, It's a Wonderful Life, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty the Snowman, um, Santa Claus is coming to town, all of those, you know, classic one, a Charlie Brown Christmas, all mm -hmm. that stuff. You know, we love watching that stuff every year. Oh, yeah. But and see, see, to me, I'm just going to jump in here. Real yeah, go, quick. go. To me, 
and we talked about this during Halloween. To me, those films, you know, around Christmas time, obviously, are ten out of tens. But you would never yeah. watch them at any point throughout the rest of the year. I mean, maybe, maybe I would say, oh, it's a wonderful life is is a ten out of ten, no matter when you watch it. Absolutely. But the rest of those, you know, yeah, you have to watch them during Christmas time. But yeah. does that make them great movies anytime throughout the year? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Uh, I think this is a great movie any time of the year, and. The reason me and my family like to watch it during Christmas is because, you know, we like to watch those regular kind of Christmas movies, but sometimes you get tired of your generic uh, plot, and sometimes we're looking for something a little more exciting, and that's what I think this movie does the best. It's suspenseful and exciting, but it takes place during Christmas time, and it reminds you of Christmas, and this is bringing me into my argument as to why I think it is a Christmas movie. So it takes place, number one, a lot of Christmas movies deal with this, a Christmas Eve party, a holiday party at a, you know, a giant business. A lot of Christmas movies have a giant holiday party in them. Um, and that's the main centerpiece for this uh, action spectacle of a film. And um, as far as the themes go, that kind of leads me into my Screen Rant article where John McTiernan has said in a long video, this is about five days ago, they posted this behind the scenes video um, for the Academy. And um, this is what he said. I have his quote right here. He says, other people started to catch on that this was a movie where the hero was a real human being and the people of authority, all the people, uh, all of the important folks were all portrayed as kind of foolish. Everybody, as they came to work on the movie, began to get that. As I said, this movie is an escapee from the Hollywood machine and there was a joy in it. We hadn't intended it to be a Christmas movie, but the joy came from that it turned into a Christmas movie over time. And, um, you know, it's a really long video where he talks about it, but in essence, his um, backing or evidence as to why it's a Christmas movie is because he says, um, the movie itself is a repudiation of authoritarianism, as well as the excess of capitalism, which is rife in all kinds of Christmas uh, movies as well. um, Because of course it has to do with um, John McClane, um, facing off against Hans Gruber, who is uh, kind of this self-righteous terrorist, but he's trying to rob uh, yeah, yeah. 60, $650 million from this building that um, John McClane's wife works at. And um, he's always making these comments on, oh, are you just another... He's talking to John McClane. This is Hans Gruber talking to John McClane, who's Hans Gruber is played beautifully by Alan Rickman, one of the yeah, best movie absolutely. villains of all time. Oh, without yeah. a doubt, yeah. Totally. And, you know, he says, you know, are you just another American that watched too much TV? You know, a John Wayne type character, another cowboy out for, you know, he's making fun of American idealism. And like you said, it's authoritarianism, how making being an American makes you automatically better. That's what it's about. And that's why uh, when we talk about Christmas a lot, at least when I think of Christmas a lot, sometimes it does get uh, burdened by the American capitalism uh, overview of it where you know it's all about getting a gift about getting a toy it's about um, you know doing whatever you can to get that one toy that your kid wants and you know there's a lot of movies in Christmas specifically I think it's a jingle all the way with Arnold Schwarzenegger that has to do a lot with uh, you know getting a toy and the effects of capitalism like that and I think that in itself is the perfect eff- essence of a Christmas movie and you know John McClane He's your American hero, and all he wants to do is be with his family for Christmas, and he has to get through this pack of terrorists that are holding his wife hostage. And in the end, him and his wife 
um, you know, they make up and they kiss and they go right off into the sunset. And I think it's a perfect Christmas movie ending. Um, but yeah, this is a really fun movie to watch every Christmas and I highly recommend it. I mean, I have a, I have a couple, a couple of things to about here. I, I, I'm going to argue that this is a great movie to watch anytime Christmas or yeah. not. I love that you've made it a tradition and so many people have made this a Christmas tradition to me. I, I, I like the, uh, you know, the explanation there and, you know, it, it brings up some, some quite fair points. But when I'm sitting down to watch a movie, I'm not thinking about that. You know, I'm thinking about what's going on in the movie. And when I sit down and watch Die Hard, I do not think Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's a Christmas party going on. But, I mean, you were, you were talking about, like, the American hero concept. I mean, lest we forget, Christmas is not an American holiday. Christmas right. is celebrated around the world. And I understand there are American ideals tied with Christmas. But, you know, I think there are American ideals tied with a lot of things. Uh, and, you know, to me, this is, is, that does not make it a Christmas movie. Enjoyable movie? Absolutely. Plenty of people's Christmas traditions? Yes. And I'm all for it. But yeah. is this a Christmas movie? At least by my definition, no. And what I just wanted to kind of touch on what I was saying there about the Americanism is that, you know, it's not necessarily that, you know, of course, Christmas is celebrated globally, but the ideas of when you say the word Christmas to someone and you ask someone, you know, explain to me what Christmas is, everyone has that idea of what it means to people in America. You know, I think it's just like, you know, it's American culture has taken over the idea of Christmas, in my opinion, at least. I, I don't know if you disagree with that or not. Well, but I, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but the, the decks are stacked against me here because not only do I not know what Christmas would look like anywhere else around the world, but also because I don't celebrate American Christmas. I'm, exactly. I'm like I've seen, I've seen what Christmas looks like, but personally, have I celebrated it all right. that much with the exception of going to like an office Christmas party? Uh, yeah. No, I have yeah. not. So that's um, why it's a little one-sided. Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> I mean, no, it's it's cool. I get it. Um, and like I said, you know, the the best part about this is just because I don't feel like this is a Christmas movie. It's your family's Christmas tradition, and I'm all for it. You know. Yeah. And I, you know, that's you 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 brought up a great point at the end that almost swayed me. But you know, the whole point is he wants to spend Christmas with his family, and you know, that's what to me, whether or not you truly celebrate this holiday, like myself, I mean we're all off of work or, you know, back in the day when we were still in school, off of school. And that's what this time is, is it brings family together. I mean, you know, you and I are both, you know, we live away from our families now, but we're back home with our families simply because we got the time off of work. And this is a time that, you know, is meant to be spent with family, whether or not you celebrate Christmas. And the fact that this movie brings your family together and so many families together still, you know, makes me happy and all about it that other people are calling it a Christmas movie, even though I don't feel that way. Plus, not to mention, it's one of the best action movies ever, yeah. man. It Without is so cool. So yeah. awesome. So many great moments, but yeah, I don't want to go through all of them. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the first time I saw this film was like, I was 10 or 11 years old and just so awesome. But, yeah. you know, when I saw that, you know, I would have never until someone told me this was a Christmas movie, even put this on the radar as being a Christmas movie. This is totally. an action movie and it's pure Me neither, sense. either. For, in that sense of the word, either. I don't, like, I didn't start thinking of it as a Christmas movie until I watched it the third and fourth time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, first, first watch, did not think of it as a Christmas movie. But I want to go into your holiday tradition pick, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. And it truly shocks me that you have not seen this one, Dom. Yeah. But uh, like I said, I am not, I do not celebrate Christmas, uh, but this is a tradition as it is for many people. My dad and I watch it every year and he grew up watching it. And this is a Christmas story. Mm -hmm. Um, Honestly, I think a true masterpiece of cinema 
10 out of 10. And I will say that I can watch this anytime throughout the year without it being Christmas and still will say it's a 10 out of 10. Uh, this film follows uh, uh, this guy, this young, young kid, Ralphie, played by Peter Billingsley. He is brilliant in it. And the, it starts December 1st and the days leading up to Christmas. And, you know, it's in small, small town, Indiana. Uh, I think it takes place in the 50s, you know. So, ju- you know, sort of the heart of the baby boomer era. So, like, for my era, it's seeing back to, like, what my dad's childhood was like. Maybe a little bit older than my dad. Maybe my grandparents. Um, but it's this great film about sort of, you know, the opposite of what you were saying about Die Hard. It's all about the Americana Christmas, you know, picking out that toy, going to all the stores and seeing all the toys and finding what you want and, you know, children's fantasies about what they're going to do with their toys. I mean, um, Ralphie wants this red, red rider carbine action BB gun. And that's all he wants. And it's all he talks about for Christmas and just, you know, things go wrong. But, you know, once again, like you said, with Die Hard at its heart, it's all okay because it's all about, you know, on Christmas day, everyone's together with their family and happy. And like I said, you know, I'm, I'm kind of sad that you haven't seen this and I'm, I'm going to pitch an episode idea here that, that maybe we watch this or you watch this. It's on literally 24 hours on TBS from midnight Christmas Eve to midnight Christmas day. I want you to watch this and I I'd like to do a review of this just because you've never seen it. And that, that surprised me, but I think this is a brilliant, brilliant piece of cinema, you know, Christmas or not, very similar to Die Hard, in my opinion, but, um, you know, totally different movie, totally, you know, real life, relatable comedy, um, yeah. but I, I love this movie, um, the director, I, I just had it up, directed by Bob Clark, um, he hasn't done much else, you know, in his career, and it was based on a book uh, called In God We Trust, The Others Pay Cash, uh, and yeah, I just, I can watch this movie again and again. Not only do I watch this once on Christmas, I'll probably watch it two or three times every Christmas just because you got to watch it, man. I, I have nothing, nothing else to say about this. Uh, I mean, the whole cast is incredible. Um, from, like I said, Peter Billingsley, who plays Ralphie. The whole film is done in a reminiscence. So it's older Ralphie, you know, sort of narrating the film as it's re you know redone by younger ralphie and you know it's just it captures the essence of how everyone feels as a you know a 10 year old kid on christmas morning uh so peter billingsley is in it he's great uh melinda Dillon plays his mother she is absolutely hilarious and then uh darren mcgavin plays the father and just that's sort of our core unit they are so funny and it touches on a lot of things outside of christmas as well you know there's um there's a great scene where he, he gets into a, you know, he stands up for his friends and, you know, beats down a bully. I mean, it it talks about that and, you know, things like, uh, you know, it's small town Americana, even outside of Christmas. Uh, So that's why I think this is a great movie year round. Um, Uh, You watch it during Christmas, but it touches on so many other things. It's just really enjoyable. I think you would really enjoy it though. Is, is this the movie where the kid gets his tongue stuck to the lamppost? Yes. Okay, that's the only that is, thing I know about it. <laughs> yeah, that is one. Of, so that's his friend Flick. Okay. Who, yeah. There's a there's a whole great sequence setting out there. You know, rivaling of the good, the bad, and the ugly, like a standoff between two kids. That's like a dare, I double dog dare you scene. That, like I said, you know, the way it's it's done is similar to like an old school like western shootout. I love the the scene and the way they do that with something as simple as you know just 
kids playing out on the schoolyard. Awesome. Yeah, I think I definitely want to check this one out. I Yeah, I'm surprised myself. I haven't seen it. Um, and uh, I, I guess one other question before we go is, uh, have you seen a Charlie Brown Christmas? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, without a doubt. Year. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that is also, you know, a family favorite of mine as well. And, um, you know, growing up, that was my favorite Christmas movie because I hadn't seen It's a Wonderful Life when I was young. Um, right. I hadn't seen these other Die Hard until I was in my teens. But, you know, growing up as a kid, it was always a Charlie Brown Christmas every year. And, you know, I think the best scene in that whole movie, of course, comes at, at the end when they get the tiny, you know, me and my family call it the Charlie Brown Christmas tree, the skinny Christmas tree, and they put it up and it's just really beautiful. It, you know, even when I'm an old, older gentleman oh, now, yeah. you know, I cry, I tear up. It's so beautiful. No, I, I, I definitely feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a. That's dumb. anything, you know, I love everything that the Peanuts and Charles M. Schultz created. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's truly magnificent. And not, not just that one, you know, I, I love, you know, everything, Charlie Brown, really, and, too. and Peanuts. Yeah, so. Yeah, I remember uh, us going to Knott's Berry Farm and uh, many times when we were in high school together and oh, lots yeah. of Peanuts themed stuff there. Mm-hmm, yep. Yeah, totally. so those are those are good ones. Uh, definitely, no matter what holiday, you know, they seem to have a good one around all of them. Uh, you know, the Thanksgiving one and the Christmas, of course, the quintessentials, but they have other ones out there as well. All right, awesome. So that those are our holiday uh, holiday or Christmas movie traditions. Just wanted to share those with you guys, and of course, wish you guys a very happy holidays. No matter what you're uh, doing, hopefully, it's spending time with your family, like uh, me and Ryan are, of course. And uh, we're going to be coming at you guys with a few more reviews once me and Ryan get back to the top of the list headquarters. Going to get back to our old set, and we got a couple surprises for you there. And in January, we're going to be talking Cobra Kai, of course. That is coming out really fast, and we are very excited to speak about the new season of Cobra Kai. Seen a lot of trailers, and yeah, really hyped for that. I know you are too, buddy. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. Uh you know, huge shout out to you and, uh, and your dad, Dom, for, uh, calling that to our attention, uh, Caitlin and myself and really excited to watch this new season, you know, with you, like you said, at top of the list headquarters. All right. Well, uh, happy holidays to you and your family, Ryan. And hopefully, uh, you want to take us out as far as our Instagram handles and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Same to you, Dom, and same to all of our viewers at home, wishing you a happy holiday season and a very happy new year, closing out this very, uh, eventful 2020 uh you can find uh find dom on instagram at twitter at dom gonzalez d-o-m-g-o-n-z-a-l-e-s 48 uh you can find me on instagram at rb underscore the underscore s-i-d or on twitter at rb with the call feel free to uh you know follow us uh leave us a message drop us a dm on uh, anything you'd like to see us review as uh we approach the new year maybe some you know some of your favorite movies that have come out in 2020 um we've got a lot more content coming for you guys uh, of course a couple of movies coming out you know big time in the next week we've got wonder woman 1984 coming out that's coming out on hbo max as well as if where you're watching from theaters are open in theaters as well and then also we'll probably do a review on soul when that drops on disney plus uh but yeah uh really uh happy that you could join us for another episode of top of the list be sure to like comment subscribe uh if you're listening on uh any of our podcast services uh feel free to leave us a five-star review and uh yeah we'll see you guys next time